the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Proud to bring Ben Shapiro to the airways, host of the Ben Shapiro Show, airing today at 4 p.m. on AM 970, The Answer. Hey, Ben, welcome to the program, man. Very excited to have you with us. Hey, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Hey, tell us. So tell us what's going on, Ben. Uh, we're, we're trying to figure out why Texas, Mississippi and Florida is like back to normal. But but New York and New Jersey, we can't even move. What, what, what What's the deal? And it's all political, Ben, correct? Yeah, I mean, at this point, it is certainly political. The fact is that you're starting to see reopening moves in places like Massachusetts. You're starting to see reopening moves even in some areas of California. And one of the reasons that you're seeing this mass political disconnect is because, let's face it, a lot of Democrats have a real stake in maintaining the closure of the American economy. I mean, Joe Biden on a federal level would love to see COVID continue to be a crisis because then he can ram through a $1.9 trillion package that has literally nothing to do with COVID. And even the, even the most left-wing estimates is to the economic shortfall this year from COVID, like $450 billion in GDP, and he's trying to blow $2 trillion into the economy, most of which is going to go to bailout states. But by the way, don't need bailouts. There's a study came out from the New York Times yesterday via the Brookings Institute, and it showed that the states that actually have lost the least revenue are, are states like California. California actually gained tax revenue last year. They actually did wow. better than usual because of all the wow. stimulus that already went out. And yet we're hearing from, from Joe Biden and company that we need more money. We're hearing the teachers' unions need more money, despite the fact that there's already something like $100 billion that's unspent or $50 billion unspent yeah, for all yeah. the teachers. And most yeah. of this money is going to be spent in 23, 24, 25. It, it's, it's, all, it's all political at this point. And there's a trillion dollars in holding, correct, Ben? A, a, a trillion yeah. dollars in holding. Why, why are you and, and me and just those of us here on Salem, uh, and why are we the only ones talking about this, sir? I mean, I think the only reason that, that others don't talk about it is because the, the thing that people are really afraid of these days is being called a quote-unquote science denier or it's being implied that you don't care about people dying. I mean, this goes all the way back to the beginning of the pandemic. If you said we have to make trade-offs between – risk assessments and economic safety and suicidality and all the factors that go into making good public policy decisions, they said you're trying to kill grandma. And the same thing still applies, even though the pandemic is obviously waning, even though vaccines are going out at an incredible rate. No no thanks to Biden, by the way. There there are supposed to be 100 federal vaccine sites, mass vaccination sites at this point. He's up to seven, right? This is really on the states, right? Various states have been doing a good job getting the vaccine out, not including New York, by the way. And the fact that that you're seeing so many people on the left who are suggesting that everything needs to stay closed forever, despite the evidence, it just demonstrates that this really is indeed political. Again, the entire media declared that Andrew Cuomo was the greatest governor in America, and Ron DeSantis was the worst. Ron DeSantis is presiding over a state that has the oldest population in America, not counting Maine, because Maine has eight people. But Florida, 25 percent of the population, there's 20 million people, right? So 25 percent of the population, 5 million people are over the age of 65, and Florida is currently ranked 27th in deaths per million. New York is ranked second in deaths per million, and yet Andrew Cuomo was supposed to be the guy who's great at this, and Ron DeSantis was the guy who's bad at this. Maybe they all just screwed it up, and this is a big problem. You're seeing this now. For a year, they pushed this propaganda, and then it turns out the propaganda was wrong, and now they've got a real problem on their hands because 
at a certain point, either you have to admit that the propaganda was wrong or you have to just keep maintaining a fiction. This, by the way, is what you're seeing going on with Cuomo himself, right? The reason they're trying to oust him over the sexual harassment stuff right now is because they can't oust him over the fact that he's a damned liar who got a bunch of elderly people in New York killed by sending COVID-positive patients back into nursing homes. If they acknowledge that, then they have to acknowledge that they all knew that from the beginning, that they got it wrong. So instead, they'll just ask him for something completely ancillary. Ben, help me out here before we let you go, sir. I know you're on a tight schedule. Ben Shapiro with Joe Piscopo on the radio. The pendulum seems to be swinging back. It went all the way to the left, and then everything is not working. Everything is an absolute fail. What happened in New York, in New Jersey, we we can't even get the vaccine. It's an embarrassment. To your point, Ron DeSantis and all the uh, uh, Republican states or the conservative states seem to be doing well. Is the pendulum going to start moving back the other way to the point where uh, does Donald Trump come back or does DeSantis become president? Are you feeling the pendulum come back the other way, Ben Shapiro? I mean, I think that the pendulum is going to come back. I think the only the only unifying factor inside the Democratic Party was hatred of Trump. And Trump's not on the stage right now, right? He's still waiting in the wings, but he's not on the stage right now. And what that means is that the Democrats actually have to govern. And it turns out that Joe Biden is very bad at governing, as he has been his entire career, and that he just staffed up with a bunch of old Obama staffers, that they haven't actually gotten done what they were supposed to get done, that they haven't even passed a baseline COVID relief package that, again, Republicans were passing a COVID relief package in the, in the Senate back in August. And, and so I think at a certain point, the American public are going to say, you know, we're tired of hearing about this Trump stuff. We just we don't we don't care about that anymore because we have midterms coming up. And it turns out that Trump's not the president anymore. And you keep saying it's a crisis and then you keep not doing anything. You keep we keep looking down at the border and seeing a crisis. And what you're doing is facilitating that crisis. We keep hearing that you wanted to calm the waters. And instead, you're canceling Dr. Seuss. Like at a certain point here, Americans <laughs> are just going to say, you can say Trump as much as you want. But we actually have lives that we're living on a daily basis. And we're not so obsessed with Trump that we're going to continue to fall into this, this particular stupid game. Ben, we'll be listening, but before we let you go, we've been asking this question. We talked to uh, our friend John Solomon. Who's in charge down there? Because it ain't Joe. It ain't Joe. We know, and I don't want to be mean, because it's, but it's not Joe. Who's pulling the strings? Is it Beijing? Is it is it the lifelong bureaucrats, the, the deep state? Ben, because it's not Joe Biden. Like, what's going on with Iraq now? Now we're going to get into another war. This I, I, I can't believe that Joe Biden knows what's going on. Am I, am I correct when I say that, Ben Shapiro? Yeah, I mean, I think you are correct when you say that Joe Biden is clearly not the one who's in control of the administration. I mean, it's impossible to look at Joe Biden and think that he's even on the mental caliber that he was four years ago, and he was no great shake four years ago. So yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. I mean, you have to say it's the people around him. It's, it's the people. It's, it's Ron Klain, it's Jake Sullivan, and it's, it's all the old Obama staffers. This is just Obama part three. And those people are being given free reign. And then he, he's got this entire group of people who continue to say around him that every part of his policy must be infused with concerns of equity, which is code for critical race theory kind of stuff. And yeah. what that means yeah. is that you're going to get radical policy coming out of the mouth of a Trojan horse, which is what some of us were warning during the election, but everybody decided to ignore that because of orange man bad. Yeah, you're true. Ben, uh, so awesome to have you with us on AM 970, my friend. Thanks for joining us this morning, and we'll be listening today, Ben Shapiro. God bless. Godspeed, my friend. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. Baseball spring training is always a time of hope. But this year, it's in a whole different category. All who have listened to even a bit of my radio program know that I'm a fan of Cleveland sport. The Browns, Indians, and Cavs. And, of course, the Ohio State Buckeye football team. 
As the Indians and all of Major League Baseball begin spring training, the air is filled with a sentiment all too rare for many months. Hope. The Indians will be at Progressive Field starting April 5, and there will be fans in the stands. Limited capacity at first, but fans loudly cheering and lustily booing. Television cameras will be able to pan the stands and not see cutouts, but kids with mitts hoping for a foul tip at Progressive. Vaccines are rolling out. People are going back to work and school. I've been scheduled for my second shot myself. 2020 was a very long year, but what a great year 2021 will be. Normalcy beckons. We grieve those we've lost, but we look forward with hope. I'm Hugh Hewitt.